listening to the Mind Manual Podcast, Episode 8, The Way to Lose Weight for Life. Welcome everyone to a whole new way of looking at weight loss and why there have been so many unsuccessful attempts made to restrict our food intake to a level that simply matches our energy output requirements. As you may have already figured out, the way most people approach the whole saga of losing weight simply doesn't work for too long anyway. The weight loss industry will typically present us with the usual protocol of calorie counting, meal replacements, and alternative food choices as their main line of defense when it comes to treating the symptoms of being overweight. Now, these are all viable options designed to restrict your intake of energy, and they work for a bit, but then the weight keeps finding its way back again. No one appears to be focused on why we're overeating in the first place and addressing these root causes, which is essentially at the heart of the matter. Until this is addressed, we're destined to keep relapsing into the old default patterns and programs we've been running that created the results in the first place. I've identified four different ways we become entrapped into this frustrating food cycle that millions of people struggle with day in, day out. The first is the type of food we're eating. The modern Western diet has seen a proliferation of carbohydrates and sugar, which are available to us now in vast quantities, and none of which our body actually needs, and both of which get converted directly into glucose, which is then absorbed into the bloodstream through the small intestines. There's not a single biochemical pathway that the body requires carbohydrates to be ingested. And flour is just a concentrated form of processed carbohydrates. This is wreaking havoc with our hormone levels, which is causing us to feel hungry more frequently. Our body responds to sugar in the blood by producing insulin, which is a hormone made by the pancreas. The insulin sends out signals to the liver, muscle and fat cells to take up that sugar out of the blood and use it for energy. So insulin helps to regulate our blood sugar levels. It's important that our body responds appropriately to this insulin. Because if the sugar levels in the blood get too high, it causes damage to the vessels that supplies blood to our vital organs, resulting in complications such as stroke, kidney and heart failure. So sugar is a killer. The problem starts when we keep eating foods with sugar and carbohydrates. The body then needs to keep responding to this by producing more and more insulin to keep sending signals to the cells to take the sugar out of the blood. This overexposure to insulin begins to desensitize the cells and they become more and more resistant to the insulin, resulting in the cells not taking the sugar up. And so it gets left in the bloodstream creating a vicious cycle of the body having to produce more and more insulin to try and get it out of the blood, creating even more resistance 
and the overall blood sugar level continues to rise until you become diabetic. The cruel twist here is that this increase in blood sugar will also produce more leptin, which is a hormone to signal the brain to stop eating so the body can try and deal with the sugar. The problem with this is the more leptin that gets produced, the less sensitive your body becomes in responding to the stop eating message which is why you still feel hungry and so you eat more and so we have another vicious cycle in play. The second underlying cause that keeps us stuck in another looping pattern is when we use food to avoid, suppress or distract us from our feelings. When we don't know how to process our emotions in a clean way, We don't clear them out and so we hold on to them and the resistance within us builds from which we need further distraction and even more food to suppress the pent-up emotional energy that we don't know how to process. And so another pattern is being perpetuated that we feel powerless to extinguish. The third underlying cause are the thought error loops that perpetuate the lies that we tell ourselves and blindly believe. They can stem from cultural beliefs, family practices, social habits and past experiences that have built up over a lifetime. Thoughts such as food is one of the most important pleasures of life, cutting back is painful, All foods in moderation, eating sweets is part of life, it's normal to be overweight, it's fine to eat it sometimes, I deserve what I want to eat, life is too short, I've had a tough day, I need a little treat. Now these are all just optional thoughts that we think are facts. But what they do is induce a sense of over-desire and focus around food that ends up becoming a huge component and role in your life. These thoughts are ingrained through habitual practice and they become embedded as beliefs and truths. They start to define our relationship with food, which ultimately forms part of our identity. And it's our identity that is driving the way we show up for life and interact with food. Our feelings, particularly the feelings of over-desire in feeling deprived or entitled and deserved of all the food, are what fuels the action we take or don't take. And it's our thoughts that create and induce these feelings and emotions in the first instance. So you can see we have this whole cascading effect originating from thought that becomes truth, which starts to define our identity in relation to food, perpetuating further thoughts such as I deserve this or this one time won't hurt and this is hard, which induces our feelings of reward, desire and deprivation, which then fuels our actions to overeat that is determining the result of being overweight. 
And so these thought errors loop right around to become ingrained habitual ways of being. The ability to create new beliefs and a new identity in relation to food is key in changing our underlying programming that continues to undermine and sabotage whatever diet or fad you want to try next. The fourth underlying cause that keeps us locked into these self-defeating cycles with food is the relationship we have with ourselves. In understanding and being committed to the reason why we want to lose weight and become healthier is crucial to the buy-in that we need to remind ourselves of in the moment. When we have a very compelling reason for wanting this change in our lives, it becomes easier to tap into that future version of who you really want to become. When we begin to live more into our future self, it's easier to pay less attention to the physical urges and temptations that we react to and the stories we tell ourselves and get caught up with in the moment. This involves developing a strong bond with ourselves and in learning how to honour all versions of ourselves, our past, present and future self. This comes down to knowing that your present self will do what your past self has so lovingly planned out for your future self and following through on your plan. If you can't count on yourself, you lose confidence and trust, which has you feeling insecure and at the effect of yourself instead of in charge and in control. The ability to trust yourself comes from consistent follow-through on your word. But most of us have a low opinion of ourselves and have a hard time staying in integrity because we don't understand how to manage our mind. So we feel out of control with our feelings and actions, which leads us to let ourselves down consistently, which makes us feel bad. And since we don't know how to process our feelings, we seek distraction from them in the form of pleasure from food. And there we have another vicious self-sabotaging cycle in play that keeps us stuck. Our relationship grows from the quality of thoughts we have about ourselves. And if you were to take a look at all of the things you tell yourself when you don't rise to the occasion or meet an expectation, when you falter or fall short of a target, when you get it completely wrong, when you shrink from a challenge or procrastinate from pursuing what it is you truly desire, you will start to see the model you've unconsciously set up for yourself. The way we treat ourselves, which is driven by the habitual thought patterns we have and how each of these make us feel, which then fuels the action you take or don't take that arise from these emotional states, is key to your success, not just with weight loss, but with any endeavor or goal that you want to take on. When we hold back in denying the self-love and self-respect and care for ourselves by putting yourself last, intending to the needs of everyone to the exclusion of you, in giving up on your dreams and settling for much less, in never taking the time out to do the things you know you'll regret not having done, 
in never having the compassion to stand in love and acceptance of you the way you are now, despite not getting it right or being the best you can be, you subconsciously reinforce to yourself that you're not worthy of all of this. You're not worthy of living your true desire of wanting to live in a happier, healthier body that you know you would otherwise have you thriving. This relationship with yourself is a critical component in determining whether you undermine and sabotage your success or consider yourself worthy enough to truly honour you. So the structure you want to set up for yourself in doing this self-love, self-worth and self-care is in getting back into connection with you. When you can come from this place, you drop all the self-judgment and at the same time, you can uphold an ideal of who you want to be and you can love yourself all the way towards that ideal. It's in loving ourselves that we develop our lovability, which is a skill we want to develop so we can project and radiate that out onto the world. We need to live into the new identity we define for ourselves that will support us in the changes we want to make and the practice of becoming your new future version now. We can't wait for our current circumstances to change to produce a different result because it's never our circumstances that direct our mind. Nor can we wait for the new results to change the way we feel so that we can love ourselves, because it's never the results that directs our mind either. We must become the change first in order to produce the outcome we want by deliberately inserting conscious thoughts that you choose to generate the emotions you want to feel, to feel the actions you need to take to ultimately create the results you're wanting. We are the creative medium here with all of it originating in thought. When we learn how to balance our hormones, process our emotions, change our thoughts, create a new identity and be in a committed and loving relationship with yourself, then you change your whole course of action and shift into becoming the cause in the matter rather than at the effect of. It's the difference between embracing your true power or giving it away, in becoming a conscious creator or remaining a trapped bystander, unconscious of the patterns and illusions that keep you stuck, in losing weight for life or in only losing it for as long as your willpower will last. When you're able to address these real underlying causes of why you're at the weight you are right now, only then will you be set free from the tyranny of this war on weight. Now, if you'd like to trade in the Battle of the Bulge for mastery over the mind and tap into this new approach and do away with the willpower and deprivation I'd like to invite you to the challenge of losing eight kilograms over 12 weeks while gaining a whole new perspective on life. This is not another diet. It's a whole new way of being that will transform your life 
in any area that's currently not working out the way you want. This will include weekly online face-to-face coaching sessions where we work through all the things that are keeping you stuck in your old patterns and your old identity, as well as developing a protocol that feels fantastic for you and in tweaking it along the way. We take you through the science, the theory, and practical working models that guide you through a step-by-step process with as much support as you need to ensure you never have to return to that painful yo-yo routine of the on, then off, and back on again, merry-go-round. And I'm confident this work will truly set you free from your current mindset and relationship with food, that you're not going to pay for it if it doesn't. When you have all this dialed in, the way will be cleared for you to lose as much weight as you want. So join me in this journey in aligning yourself with the version of who you want to become, the body you want to live in, and the health you want to enjoy. You can find out more by visiting themindmanual.com and I'd really love for you to do and be all of this for you.